You're listening to the Mortgage Reports Podcast, where we reveal tips, tricks, hacks, and knowledge to help you buy a home, refinance, or invest in real estate. Inflation, the Russia war, hot economic data, rising mortgage rates, and a Fed meeting. That's a lot to unpack, and we're going to get into it here right now on this episode of our Mortgage Reports Podcast. So the Federal Reserve met last week, which was no surprise, and they raised rates. Also not a surprise. Really what the debate was, was whether or not they were going to raise rates by 25 basis points or 50 basis points. Turns out that it was just 25 basis points, but it's very clear, and they made comments to this effect, that they are planning to have more frequent raises and could be meeting more times this year than initially thought. Now remember, there is a correlation but not a direct tie to when the Fed raises rates and what the trend is for mortgage rates. They are totally separate and independent. President Biden, the Fed, nobody in Washington, D.C. has any say over setting mortgage rates. They are purely market-driven. So why did the Fed raise rates? One word, inflation. They want to fight inflation, and that is the Fed's primary role. But first, let's define what inflation is because there's a lot of information out there and some people understand it. Some people are kind of curious about it. But inflation, very simply put, is too many dollars chasing too few products, thus running up prices. As an example, just think of real estate. We've got lots of buyers, lots of capital, lots of mortgage product that's out there with a market that doesn't have a lot of inventory. So you have too many dollars chasing too few products or too few houses. And that's why you have a run up in real estate. Now, for a long time, the Fed was referring to inflation as transitory. And what that means is that it's just something temporary. The president and his administration were also stating this, as well as the Fed. And I think a lot of that wasn't necessarily to deceive people. I think they just wanted to maintain some calm. But also because they weren't quite sure if it was something that was going to be temporary and then eventually pass. Now, however, it is quite clear that inflation is a household name. And it's not going anywhere and it's going to be with us for a while. Everybody is feeling this from the gas pump to food prices to anything, even in housing. We have inflation everywhere. It's at a cycle high. Uh, Many reports even stating as high as it's been in 50 years, which is pretty tremendous. And that's going to have a negative impact on the everyday person in the U.S. economy. But there will be some ways to fight back. We've talked about it a lot here on the mortgage reports that housing is always going to be your best hedge bet against inflation. So in the big picture, what all do we have going on? We've got a really hot economy with lots of job openings, rising wages, and pretty low unemployment rates, given what we just came out of for the last couple years with COVID. So on paper, the economy looks very, very strong, but we also have inflation. And that's where the Fed comes in because their role is to control the money supply and also fight against inflation. So the biggest way to do that is by raising interest rates. If you raise interest rates, you pull back some of those dollars that are in the system. And as I defined earlier, inflation is too many dollars chasing too few products. So if you can lower the number of dollars that are in the system because it's costing more to actually borrow those dollars, then you may get a cooling of prices, thus reducing inflation. But there are a couple things that are going against this now. And this is what throws a wrench into the plans and what's going to make the Fed's next set of meetings really, really interesting. And we, of course, are going to be keeping a very close eye on it. The Russia-Ukraine war is going to inevitably disrupt some supply chains. And that is going to have a global impact on inflation because things will get more expensive because the flow of production and the flow of bringing certain things to market or distributing them around the world is going to slow down. Delays end up costing money. 
that cost gets passed on to either the consumer or built into the price. And that's where you're going to have more potential inflation around the globe. But again, the Fed has a big stake in this because their credibility and their political future, as well as the current administration, all depends on getting inflation under control for not just the U.S. economy and all of its consumers and population, but also the global markets as well. So I suspect and it is my feeling that they will take very drastic measures to try and get things under control. However, we want to be very mindful and I will be closely watching to see oftentimes in the past recessions have followed the Fed taking almost too much of a corrective measure or stance on trying to fight inflation. So we're going to watch to see how carefully they balance this out with raising rates and trying to combat inflation and ultimately what that means for a potential recession. So what happens to housing and mortgage rates for the rest of the year? Well, mortgage rates are likely going to continue their upward ascending trend. However, this is not hurting affordability the way that it may be made out to be in the media. Oftentimes, anytime there's been an uptick in mortgage rates, people get very freaked out and the media paints it as that an affordability crisis is now looming. But that's not the case. If you sit down with an actual strategist or an advisor, you'll see that the difference in rate oftentimes does not really equate to a tremendous difference in payment. And when you compare that to your current rent and the actual rent increases that you may be subjected to over the course of the next one to two years, you may find that it's actually a wash. Housing inventory itself is going to continue to remain tight. And this on two ends speaks to not only the health of the housing market in terms of how strong it is, but also how imbalanced it is. With too little inventory, you do have imbalance where there's so many people looking to buy and so few houses that are available to them. But if you are an owner of a house, you're going to see your asset value continue to increase because the demand is high. And as I stated, the supply is very low. So that is the fallout from the Fed meeting this last week. Again, we are going to pay very close attention in monitoring what happens in subsequent meetings as well as the rest of the actual news cycle. So feel free to reach out to us here at The Mortgage Reports or connect with me directly on social to ask questions or discuss this further. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening to The Mortgage Reports podcast. Visit themortgagereports.com for daily mortgage rate updates, news, and advice from experts. 